I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Kim Moody. Kia ora, Kim. Retiring comfortably is getting more expensive. Kia ora, Charlotte. Yes, inflation is driving up the cost of a comfortable retirement for New Zealanders living on super, with as much as $1 million now required to bridge the gap. Massey University's latest savings report shows the projected savings needed to live to the age of 90 on top of super payments has increased. It says a two-person household will need $830,000 for a comfortable city retirement, while in the provinces it costs 540000 Now, a couple, a couple living a simpler life in the city would need $240,000, while a rural retirement would cost one hundred and twenty thousand that's on top of super payments. Associate Professor Claire Matthews says some people survive on super payments alone, but most people can't do that. There's quite a range in terms of what's required. It's a little bit hard to specify a number. Um, but basically, at several hundred dollars um, or a few hundred dollars above New Zealand super is what most people will be looking for in order to have the lifestyle that they want in retirement. Um, and it's gone up primarily because of inflation. Claire Matthews says the key drivers of costs over the past 12 months were food, recreation, culture, household utilities and insurance. The 17-month-long downturn in housing prices may be in its final stages, but future price rises will likely be subdued. The property research firm CoreLogic says average home values stabilised around $905,000 last month, with prices in Auckland rising for the first time in 18 months. Chief property economist Calvin Davidson says house prices will rise in the new year, but it won't be a rapid return to growth. That's to do with the fact that affordability is still stretched. Mortgage rates are still high. They might have stopped increasing more or less, but they're not going to come down anytime soon either. So you've still got stretched affordability, high mortgage rates. And then there is the prospect of caps on debt-to-income ratios for mortgage lending next year. So that will tend to be a restraint on house prices too. You simply won't be able to borrow as much in relation to your income as you might have been able to in the past. Calvin Davidson expects house prices will remain patchy, with hot spots in some areas and flat growth in other regions. Commercial property volumes are down by a third, with buyers and sellers unable to bridge a significant gap between offer and asking prices. Commercial real estate firm CBRE says the gap is reflected in a near 23% drop in the value of sales in the first half of the year, falling to $1.3 billion from the second half of 2022. CBRE Executive Chair Brent McGregor says the market is close to bottoming out. Value is on average just sitting about 15% down from peak book values whereas you know, the bidders are coming in more like 30% down. So there's a bit of a gap to close. And the properties that have fared best have been those quality properties that have seen rental growth. Because when you're borrowing at 8%, it's very difficult to make an acquisition happen in the fives uh, like was happening a few years ago. Brent McGregor says there's still plenty of buyers in the market, with strong demand for industrial and development properties, but less so for retail and office. The cruise industry is banking on a record summer as new luxury operators Disney and Virgin Voyages enter the market. The New Zealand Cruise Association says 54 ships will visit in the upcoming season. That's 12 more than last summer.
Around 350,000 passengers are expected, with more than 1,000 port visits starting in 10 days. Cruise Association Chief Executive Jackie Lloyd says some of the world's biggest liners are visiting, including Canard's Queen Elizabeth and Holland America's Nordam. She says the cruises are looking to cater for the widest range of passengers, such as Disney's Wonder Clubs for youngsters. Cruise is actually growing as a form of travel globally. Um, the interest in cruise is continuing, and in fact, the the propensity to cruise is actually higher than it was in 2019. This is a global message, um, and in fact, the largest growing markets are millennials and Gen X. Um, so they've done a lot of travelling before with their families on cruise ships, and now they're coming back to do it again themselves. Now, cruises will return to Littleton this year after an upgrade to the berth. Fungaday will be in addition to ports of call. Uh, another news today: listed used car retailer Two Cheap Cars has been hit with a $40,000 penalty and costs for breaches of stock exchange rules. The market disciplinary tribunal has ruled the company breached rules by not having enough independent directors. A boardroom revolt and director resignations led to the company, which was then known as NZ Automo- Automotive Investments, having just one independent director. And scrambling to find replacements, Two Cheap Cars has acknowledged the breach, which it says it moved quickly to correct, and noted shareholder interests were not harmed. Now let's get the latest from the markets. We're joined by Harry Wigley of Hobson Wealth. Kia ora, Harry. How's the New Zealand market looking today? Kia ora, Kim. Well, the New Zealand market continues to struggle, and a bit of weakness in the US overnight has translated through to our market. So the New Zealand market's down around one percent last eleven thousand one hundred and twenty-nine. You mentioned two cheap cars in your report, so they are trading today, but very few shares have transacted. So last trade eighty-two cents. Uh, Ryman Healthcare down one point one percent to six dollars and eight. Goodman Property down around one percent to two dollars eleven, and、uh, one of the few that's up today is Genesis Energy at one percent to two dollars and forty-two. Right, and looking to Australia, how's the ASX trading? Not much better across the ditch, unfortunately. So they're down half a percent to six thousand nine hundred and eight. ANZ down point nine of a percent to twenty-five dollars and eighteen cents. BHP down half percent to forty three dollars sixty, CSL down a quarter of percent to two forty eight, so still under that two fifty mark. Our dollar, any good news there? How's it trading? Yeah, look, still sitting around that fifty nine cents against the US,、uh, waiting on the monetary policy this afternoon to see how that reacts, and against the Aussie ninety three sixty two, against the pound. Forty-nine、uh, cents against the euro, fifty-six cents. And that brings us to interest rates, oil and gold. So the three-month bank bill is five point seven six. The ten-year government bond is five point five two. Brent crude oil continues to slip down slightly, but it's still、uh, around ninety-one dollars and ninety. Sorry, ninety point nine two. And、uh, spot gold. One thousand eight hundred and twenty-four. 
Oh, kia ora for your time, Harry. That's Harry Wigley of Hobson Wealth. That's business news for now. We'll bring you a wrap of the business news and numbers of the day around half past five in Checkpoint. For now, Charlotte, kia ora. Nā mihi. Thank you, Kim Moody.